Welcome to our Muna class, Double Amuna Tuesday. We're excited. Amuna is our future with a strong tshuva, a strong will to return and grow. This is our special opportunity on a weekly level to come together and to remember that the soul's greatness is the key and that we have the power within to come back to ourselves, to become more part of our essence. And we have already today had the special blessing of having Avi Abelo. It was in our wonderful studio in Yushalayim. We are now in our home studio. Thank God just to be able to live here in the Holy City. We had a wonderful day off, one day vacation before we announced the Amunah tour. It's important always to consolidate the family and the, fo- the wife and the Shalom Bias, the relationship flow, which we posted as well. Relationship flow podcast, we spoke about that there. Check it out in the links. And we are here to, today to discuss and continue the New Light, the book A New Light, and focus in on the power of will, of Watson, of Tshuva, but also to discuss that in the reference of the soul's greatness, the greatness of a human soul, and how all our souls are great. The soul's greatness, that it's something which is a communal experience. When you start to tune into the soul level, it's always with a communal aspect. To hear someone say, good morning, Rabbi and all. Thank you, Lara. We appreciate the love, the feedback. We got some already some fun feedback in the morning class. We had a fun background on Facebook. People are excited to see us in the mikveh, in the waters of Elul. Thank God we're in Chodesh Elul, already 10 days in, 20 days till the big day to crown the king. Melech Basodeh, the king's in the field, saying Psalms 27, hearing the chauffeur blow daily. Thank God for many of our Swadi friends and Swadi brothers and sisters are saying Slichot. And we'll be joining them soon, the Ashkenazim, in another few weeks. And hopefully, the purification, the energy, the light of return, and the encouragement needed is with us all. So I just want to remind everyone that you can get these books, this book on Breslov.com. And it's an amazing way to grow in your amuna and to understand the importance of sleeping in a holy way and developing will and prayer, developing true prayer, sincere prayer, sincere connection, mindfulness, intentional living. It's all very connected into this book. And we want to thank Rav Shalom Arash. It's called A New Light. And you can get it on Breslov.com. We're continuing on page 377. The name of the chapter is Counsel and Encouragement, part of chapter 8. Counsel and Encouragement for prayer. So praying is a very big way of expressing the soul. We're going to talk about the greatness of the soul right now today. Yes, a new light. Right now today, human greatness has come out. It's a song that's already been released by Dustin Poole in the past. Check out Dustin Poole. And our good friend and student of the Rav, Nissen Black, is collaborating with him. Very important to collaborate with other artists. And thank God they've put out an amazing song, Human Greatness. So that inspired me already that I was in the focus of Haggadol on the great day, the focus of the words of greatness. That was the mindset. I had the merit to meet Lewis Howes back in the day. His whole focus is on greatness. And his podcast is all about greatness. And his seminars and everything he does is about greatness. To be Godol, to be thinking in a big way. Rosh Godol, they say in Israel. Expanded consciousness, mindfulness, intentional living, as we spoke about already mentioned in the relationship flow, 
This is the kind of mindset we need to be able to go into Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a day of mayach, of mind. To be allowed, not allow ourselves to fall into a small mindness, to keep a big perspective, a huge perspective. And Abi Abelo today did a great job with that, discussing God's greatness. So we already established in the double Amuna Tuesday, already the first class of the greatness of God. Now we can start to discuss the greatness of the soul. And that is something which we have to meditate on and think into and discuss with God and learn. Learn the books, learn the Torah, learn the holy svar in which discuss the greatness of soul. We had good news as well. We mentioned that Jory Rosenfeld, another teacher of soul, will be joining us hopefully next Amunah class. Double Amunah Tuesday the following week. And we're also announcing officially, I'm going to be speaking right after this class, to the one person that can just give that extra push for the Munatour 2022. Everyone should be praying and please God will be coming to you in person with the Rav in New York. with have Rav Dinao God as well to translate and all the different sponsors and people that host and partner and then the opportunity to meet with the Rav and Kabbalah's Kao and do amazing classes. We'll announce it, please God, and as it comes together, the different classes in Brooklyn and Monty and throughout New York and people hopefully will fly in throughout America and last time as I said Guatemala, Mexico City, people flew in from from not just North America but Central America that was amazing and um, yeah, this is good news just need to have that one more conversation with the one person who has been out of action for a few weeks and I mean not that he was doing nothing but he'll give us an opportunity now to uh, discuss, finally to connect and be the final Makaba Patish, ah, one of our guests here on YouTube lives in Monsi, so we'll be there hopefully November the 4th till November the 15th. Remember, you can always go into the description down below and check out, we put all the updates there, and um, this person is in South Carolina now, okay, but you can still, since you know where Monsi is, you can always make it back up there for the visit. Um, understood a lot of people moved away from New York last time period with all the stuff that went on but it's not so hard a domestic flight and uh, you can come back and we'll elevate the place with Rav Orish's energy and spirit especially in Monsi, it's very peaceful and beautiful there where we're staying and uh, Brooklyn as well we have the merit to be by Rav Eddie Mansour and other wonderful people there anyway, so let's go into the teachings I didn't bring the guitar today, I hope you don't mind I just felt like it was important now that Elul is coming, you know, already a third way through, that we focus in on the learning a bit more and not get too involved with the, the singing side, even though maybe we'll have one more go next week of the singing just to generate that energy um, that the singing brings and the elevation that it brings. But once again, there's a new track coming out. Check it out, Human Greatness, which fits the theme of today's class because everything is divine providence, everything flows the way it should. And... Remember this year, Teishvinas Panasa Gadol. We want to have the great Panasa, great abundance. It will help with everything. You know, there's been a difficult few years in that sense. So we need to pray very strongly that this year will be a year of Panasa God. Great Panasa, where Shem's kindness is. Gadol is very connected to Yada Gadol, the great, the great kind hand of Hashem, pouring abundance on of miracles and blessings. It's the kind of year we want to have, Tashim Pei Gimel. This year, Te Shanas Panasa Godel, or we want to have uh, other words of repay, like Pasume uh, Nisa Godel, whatever, lots of miracles, all the different 
good words that we can think of. Bedus great redemption. Okay, so we can we can go into it, but let's now learn, and then we'll discuss a bit more how it connects into Kisei and Muhammad this week's Pasha, all these tools that we're developing give us the ability to survive the Muhammad, survive the wars that are approaching us at the end of days, end of the year, end of uh, our journey in this world and the way the world is right now. Before Mashiach coming, we have to really develop the tools and understand that we have everything we need constantly and whatever challenge we put in. Um, one of the most important tools is prayer, so let's learn more about it. Since I've discussed practical guidance for prayer, says Rav Shalom Arash, who should be well, Rav Shalom Ben Yemna, if I dedicate this class to his full recovery, and also to Tidur Kabbas, Masha Masha Masachaya, and uh, to all the all of Kaisa, I want you to feel great and elevated and healthy. To discuss practical guidance for prayer, I'll represent a few practical ideas for engaging a prayer with deep intent. There is a principle in prayer that a person must think about the words before he says them. Yeah, before you say your words, think about them. Think into them. If he says the words without thinking about them first, they will lack deep intent. It's intentional prayer, mindfulness and prayer. Rabbi Nachman writes, this is explicitly, when a person studies his wonderful words, his entire relationship with prayer will change. I'll never forget, I'll tell you a story before we read Rabbi Nachman's quote, look at Timaran. When I was newly here, I was about a year or two here, I was connected to someone called Barak Gartner, I don't know if you remember him. He's around, and I was learning sophos to be a sofa. I didn't end up doing that, but it was a merit to meditate on the holy osius, the aleph base, the letters there. The, each one is holy, and I had the merit to write a katoris and a little bit of a megillah, and started learning. Anyway, so I was connecting with Rabbi Gartner, and he took me to Rav Sumai Zilberberg. This is my first time meeting Rav Sumai Zilberberg. I went there for Shalas Sudas, the third meal, on the Shabbos, on the Shabbat, the Sabbath, and we went the third meal. It was very late already, and it was very holy and a lot of energy. And we stayed, and you know, and then I went to pray Marv, and I suddenly felt an energy after the third meal and benching everything that I never felt in prayer before. Like suddenly, just being around this righteous person of Sumaizelberg, everything just opened up. All the words of prayer, like I suddenly entered into this inner world of prayer. And I had the merit afterwards to get a brach from him and his his warmth and joy. I never forgot that. And I ended up becoming a chassid of him for about four or five years. I was a student, a follower of him. Um, you know, not straight away, it was about a year or so. It took time, you know. I had other groups I connected with, been a time in the middle. I was, you know, in the kolo, and I was connected by other righteous people. But the point of Sumai's light was what, what stood out from all those other people that I was connecting with was his ability to enter into the world of prayer through intense focus, intense energy, intense efforts. Like they talk about the Kedushas Levi, the Sasha Sara, and the way that he prayed with such slavis and energy and Rabbi Akiva from the Talmud, you know, Rabbi Akiva Ben Yosef, the idea of the idea of Sadik praying from one room to the other, from one Shemana, so you move around worlds and energy and the power and the, the presence and the mindfulness, you know, we never have to learn about it. Then it was like, you know, people with Siddiquim were living it, and they put it on fire. The energy, this is one of the most powerful feelings a person should have as they build up towards Hashanah, young people, Sukkot, the power of prayer, the excitement of praying with a community, Rovam Hadras Melech, the idea of joining with, uh, crowning the king and doing it as a unif- unified experience. So 
this was what woke me up. I was like, wow, there's just by being my one person in this world who had such a presence, such an energy. So, you know, I don't know if everyone out there is going to be merit to meet that person, but hopefully by hearing about it and through me and these eyes had the merit to be with him day after day, I ended up praying with him and being in his collar and seeing his beautiful face, his holy face, even my father. If you remember my father from the previous Amuna class talking about promoting Amuna, someone who grew up with Led Zeppelin and, you know, touring with them and all the big bands and all the big entertainment people, the Rolling Stones, and seeing them all do coke in Manhattan and Abdul, like all the different scenarios that they were in. And then he came to Rev Simaya, he came to the Sadik in Yushalayim, and I remember Avorish also visited one time by Bruce, but he came, he came to him and he, he said that person's holy, like he couldn't deal with the light of this person and because it was so like pouring out, especially Sukkot, it was Mansim Hussein, which was the climax of the time we're in right now. When we've done all the avoid, all the Elul, Shani, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and we come to the climax, Simchas Torah, and the dancing and the energy, this is the Shvitz, the Siddiquim, the light coming out of their faces, literally. There are people even in this generation, you know, it's not just stories from old, there are people still who work and apply all the lessons in the full way, and then they achieve those levels. Already made a blessing, but let's see what Rabbi Nachman says. A person whose mind is clear can pray or learn without study, but there's a person who needs to think before he speaks. Should he speak before he thinks, his speech will act thought. So the idea that you have to think, you have to put your intentions, your kavana. This short sentence can greatly help one who wants to pray with deep feeling. It's clear that self-evident that only a very few are among those whose mind is clear. People like us, on the other hand, must think about something before we say it. That is the level we are on. Anyway, it's clear that a person who prays in a rush does not have time to invest any thoughts. His prayer is not a prayer at all. This sadik, for example, you might repeat the hours. I would, every morning, by him shachris, even in the week, it would be like an hour and a half, two hour prayer service, sometimes longer. And the Shabbos, forget about it. It was like, we'd start, you know, we'd learning Seder 4 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock, start shachris, finish 2 and 2.30, depending on what it was, 3, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yom Tov, the whole day, except maybe like 5 o'clock, 4.35, and then Rosh Hashanah at 6.30, coming up to Shkir, no time for a meal so in the Yom Tov day, and the night davenings on Rosh Hashanah, go for hours, and I'd wait afterwards to get a blessing from him, Rosh Hashanah Tova, see the Chesim Tova, you know, good given sure, you know, we'd say in Yiddish, you know, like, Alta Lachayim Tovim, yeah, all the Lashonas, yeah, and, uh, Anyway, it was Sifrei Tzadikim, literally, <laughs> living in the books of Tzadikim. And that, that's the idea that, you know, this, this is the energy that he's talking about. You shouldn't, you should be dedicated. It should, like uh, Gedalia Fenster, call him Rabbi, you know, when a, he likes to be called Mr. Gedalia Fenster. He invests hours of time in his bodhidus. And the more you invest, this is, we spoke about this compound interest, this bank account of ruchnius, of spirituality. You know, in Nachiz Yankov, used to say, this shul that Simai was in, is that's the famous Chazal from Yeshua, the idea that half of your avodah should be for Hashem and the other half should be for you. You know, you have to have the oneg of Simchas Yom Tov, so you have the prayer service and then you have the eating and the drinking. By them, it was the other way around. The prayer service was for them and the eating and drinking was for Hashem. And I had to force themselves to go drink. And there are people, even in this generation, you'd be, you'd be surprised and they're sort of balancing out our our low level through their holy avoda. 
it's good to know. It's good, a big encouragement to know that people are actually living these words and, you know, on the highest levels, even even till now, Baruch Hashem. Proper bear demands concentration and attention. Therefore, Rabbi Nachman says a person has to pray of all his might. It says in the Kutumara 19, as, as written above, that is the meaning of the verse, to serve him with all your heart, with all your soul. Yeah, we say it all the time. The central effort of our prayer and the power of prayer lies in our thoughts, as the Nefesh Chaim writes. Yeah, in Gate 2, Chapter 12. For us, the work of prayer, this is the Rav Chaim Lvalajna, Talmud of the Gra, making Yechudim here, over here, bring all the Sadiqim. For us, the work of prayer is substitute for the service of the sacrificial offering, which depended entirely on the thought of the officiating Kohen. Kohen? I'm a Kohen. Yeah. Who, with his thought, could render unfit, piggle, just by thinking. As a result of the holiness of his thought, the offering would rise as pleasing fragrance, for him, may his name be blessed. That in alignment with Rabbi Nachman's teachings, if it's around 173, that a person must firmly and strongly connect his thought to speech. Yeah, I think the previous Luke was actually 1 9. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't 19. 9. It means the first book, chapter 9. And here was a quote from the first book, chapter 73. You have to connect his thought to speech. His prayer will have focus, soul, and life. When a person has life, it gives him life. As Rabbi Nachman teaches, we receive the essence of our life from our prayer. Wow. Prayer renews the possibilities, renews his faith. And remember, we said faith is a very loose translation. Remember, we had Rabbi Brody on the Living Inspired podcast of Rabbi Langer. I was tagged in it by, you know, thinking maybe he, that the rest of English is Rabbi Brody. But nevertheless, since it was tagged, I reshared it. And as a thank you post for all his years of dedication here, he didn't translate this book. But there's many other books from Rav regarding Muna series he did translate and all his years of service and I had the pleasure to go on a Muna tour in 2018 with Rabbi Brody. Wow. And uh, yeah, so he was on the podcast and he mentioned how he, he was part of Rav Oresh four years ago or so. And the point was, in that podcast, he also mentioned the importance of collaborating, unity and focus. But he also mentioned yeah, what we're learning here, that we're saying about Rabbi Nachman with the re- receive the essence of our life from our prayer. Yeah. Of course, prayers prayer not to mere reading because prayer does not have life, does not do anything. And he said about the word faith. Faith is a very loose translation. Thank you. You're awesome too. From Australia. I know. Louise. Yeah. So the idea that um, we have the ability to pray in a way that is a muna. Is not faith. It's it's intrinsic. It's from our soul level. Remember, we're trying to remind ourselves we have this soul. How do you experience soul? One of the ways is to learn the language of the soul. How through prayer, through learning, through talking to other souls. We're talking to souls. People are in pain. People are emotionally down. Mental issues. Mental work, health. Kind of all this pressure. All this negative media. We have to enter in the soul world in the inner level. I saw a beautiful quote from Chabad. I'd read it out, but I, whatever. The main point was. The idea that when you learn inner Torah, you learn the inner wisdom, the inner language of the soul. And that's my whole book, United Souls. Check out the link. Extract, already by part 20. There's 20 parts of my book now available on Substack. You can subscribe, no problem. We upload lots of other fun things over there. But the main point is that United Souls, the soul level, the inner soul level of learning, it gives you the ability now to see in others the soul level. It brings you closer to the true human greatness, the true soulful greatness. And to understand that that 
is based on the Torah and the Tanya, which is based on Panemius Torah, the idea of Torah Lamid base. The idea that we'll, the more we strengthen the soul level, the more we'll start to see the Elokus, the godliness within humanity, and the fact that everyone's made in God's image, and the fact that everyone has a godly soul, and the fact that we can communicate to people in that way, we can connect to people, we can work with people, we can really have relationships with people, we can have soulmates. And obviously, there's going to be challenges. What? You know, I think you think someone's saying I'm awesome, but you know how difficult it gets. Like the more you focus on this, the more the other side is like, no, have money problems, or you know, the monitor, the miniers. Like never before, like the weeks of waiting on one person just to get the go ahead, and maybe after this call, I'll phone them and I'll answer, and I'll say yes, and it's all good. But it's still weeks, weird. Like you know, so then it means all you guys, you're gonna have to help me get this tour ready. Because then it means even more effort. Because I'm going to have to move quicker. Usually we have a few months. I'm going to have to get the books and this and that. All the different things that need to be in New York. Thank God it's only one place, so that's easier. We're going to New York. Only one one flight there, one flight back, making it easy for the rough. But there's still the organisation. I want you guys to maximise the time and be able to come in person and meet with the rough. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to do some amazing classes, which we'll record for sure. Always get the audio at least and then video. The live feed even better. If we do a big event in Carnegie Hall, that would be awesome. We could Dahlia and his team have some musicians come. I'd love to bring Moshe Rubin. Part of my Unity bookings, I'd love to bring obviously Nissan Black. Part of my Unity bookings, I'd love to bring all these wonderful people we're connected with. And I'm still working on the Unity bookings, haven't given up. Moshe Gersht um, just updated everyone. His US tour will be at the same time we'll be in New York. It'd be amazing if he could come as well. And then there's all these other wonderful people working with doing a bunch of podcasts on the anti-Semitism podcast, which fits perfectly with my anti-soulism focus. We want to get anti-soulism trending because we need to understand that there's an issue. There's a lack of soul focus and we need to get it trending so we can get people back to the soul level. And sometimes you've got to do it from the other way around. So you have to have awareness that there's anti-Semitism, awareness even more that there's anti-soulism. So on that podcast, anti-Semitism, we're going to have Rudy Rochman, hopefully, Shlomo Zions, and uh, Westside Gravy, already Moshe Rubin did an interview, we're going to have hopefully keep collaborating with lots and lots of podcasts, spoke to the Kiddush Club at some point, there's so many amazing people out there, we've got to keep collaborating with, that's the point, and uh, yeah, so let's keep learning, so it says here, prayer renews a person's ability to renews a munna, I'm going to change it, Brody said, of course this refers to prayer, not to mere reading, because prayer that does not have light does not do anything, certainly it does not give a person life, this is explained in Eitzot HaMvurat, yeah? So, I'm not sure exactly the reading there, and someone did say that some of the grammar here needs fixing, so maybe that's a place which needs fixing. But let's read it, here it says, from the Eitzot, this amazing advice. Receive the essence of our lifestyle from our prayer. Let's say when a person pays proper attention to the words of daily prayer that emerges from his mouth, or when he's involved in other types of prayer, i.e. Tehillim, Psalms, Tehinot, which is different kinds of, uh, requests and the like, and he properly heeds the words of prayer. He is reciting. He feels a wonderful aliveness that one does not feel when engaged in any other good deed. Yeah, the high. I mean, one time I was so so high from being around the Sadik of Sumaya that another Rav who I was eating by in Bells said to me, Bells is a big, you know, Chasidus and big shul there in Yerushalayim, big one of the biggest shuls in the world. Said to me, the Rabbi said to me, um, I think it's still in Shmona so you need to come down. And that's the, also the Tom Rebbe when he saw me. Roshani, it's like, pulled me out, it's like, come on, calm down, gave me some snuff, like, you know, relax, you know, because prayer can take you to another world, the only thing is, for me personally, 
being Eli Eliezer, Aleph Aleph, I'm a little bit, I can get to the point where I'm no longer here. So I had to learn how to come back down, come back down, do these classes, get back into the world, make bookings, take on the responsibility of supporting the family, being a father, all the things that I have to be responsible for and pray for. Chai, Bonet, Muzine, all those things, yeah? We have to put energy into, but then we have to remember the Tanuk, Amiti, the Avarava, the Avasolem, the, the true pleasure, the Tanuk, Amiti, the, this tremendous, the vacuous and pleasure of talking to the Kodesh Baruch, talking to the one, becoming one with Hashem Baruch. And we have to learn how to the pleasure. I have now, as we say, it's the most pleasurable thing in the world when we learn Torah, when we learn. It should be more pleasurable than anything, than sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It should be more pleasure than all of that. Obviously, we call it, we try to elevate those things through relations and have halachas and spiritualize it. But achas sha'alti, that's how I achas. We're trying to bring the oneness of Hashem into everything. That's part of our challenge. But, but anyway, after learning this, we see that that should be where the true pleasure should come in prayer service. So we're going to learn the next part next week. Hashem seeks all our hearts. Yeah. So that's a beautiful concept. But in order to connect into the greatness of the soul, it's going to come out in so many ways. One of the ways is through learning and praying. But it's also going to come out, and this is the last part of the class, in kindness, in acts of kindness. This is a time of sadakati alanu. El is a time to do charity, a time of giving, giving my time to you guys. You know, the other day somebody partnered, really appreciate it. Every so on I see people partnering, giving up some of their chiyas, their energy through kindness, through charity. And tzedakah b'ch Hashem, and that's tatsuma mavis. It saves us from all challenges. And right now, there's a pigeon nefesh from the Rav of Shalomarish. You can do a pigeon nefesh with Rosh Hashanah coming up. And you've also got the ability to do kindness for the Aniyim, the poor people here. And there's so many poor people in Israel. You think you know it's such a high-tech world, the Israeli startup nation, and all that stuff, but there's still poverty around and around. And I'm sure in your communities as well, there's challenges. Everyone. First, you know, the people in your own Daladam in your own community need help. So help them do kindness, become a godly person by giving, and that's strengthening the soul. The soul is kind, the soul is caring, the soul is compassionate. So the empathetic. I heard a beautiful thing from Y.Y. Jacobson about empathy. Empathy is the concept that connects very much the idea of rechem, of rachem, of the womb, of the woman, the idea of rechem, making space for somebody else in your, in your heart, in your being. That's something which is, for men, can be very difficult. I know for myself, Women have at a very deep level the power of empathy. It's something we can work on. We mentioned about Shema. I love saying my Shema twice a day, morning and evening. Amazing. You should know that that Shema is a very big strengthening tool for the soul. Because the Shema Chad, the oneness of Hashem. And it's something which every morning and night means we've miyachid, we've unified our whole next 12 hours for the next 12 hours again. And this is a life cycle. We're constantly unifying every 12 hours. Hashem's name. So everything connects into the unity, the following 12, the 12 words, the 12 first words are unifying those 12 hours ahead, and then the same again, the beginning of the day, the beginning of the night, and it's very important to do this daily, obligation for men, for women it's a, it's a mitzvah, but it's something which we have to, we have to tune into, we have to tune into the, the power of unification, the power of Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, that's United Souls, Unity Projects, and I'm trying to do here, the United, the, the Yemen classes, the double on the Tuesday, trying to bring guests that help develop that with us together, give us the, the courage like Abiyah below to keep sharing, even though there's, you know, 
big brother trying to prevent his his reach. He keeps going. Came to us today. He's keep going. He's got a smile on his face. Got energy. Working on more and more projects as a winner. He's a role model for us and all these other wonderful guests, all our musical guests. Got such amazing feedback from the previous stories. Let's see if I brought the feedback that I didn't read out from earlier. It'd be nice to be able to read it out. Yes, I have it. I have a new book someone gave me. Here's the feedback. This is from earlier. That the previous Simona class at Aviabolo, we didn't have time because thank God we were time restrained under an hour. So here it says, Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Hashem. Shalom, Rabbi Gosmith. Amuna together. Shalom, Rabbi, and all. Yes. One more time. So they want to know about the book. The book's a new light. Meeting with the King. That's the booklet. Then we wrote, Thank you, Rabbi. Blessings. So someone else wrote, Reasons to smile. Remember, we were speaking about smile, that class. That was the previous class. So to lift up our spirits. See how I feel. I can't smile. I've got so many disappointments. So there was a whole support network going on in the previous class on the live feed. Just want someone to be there for me in my actual life, not on the internet. There must be some kind of misunderstanding thank, nonetheless. But it's always been just this. And if not now, why Why should I smile? So someone said, then focus more on something in life that isn't disappointing. I know it sounds cliche. You may have to really force it at first. I love life so much when I came here. I feel you. See, they're being empathetic. I too woke up with heavy heart and sadness, but I know Hashem is with me. I choose to smile despite the sadness crushing me, so I'm going to fight in my smile forever. Yeah, that's it. That's what we can do. Beautiful feedback. The power of smiling, the power of will, developing that will. And that's the kind of tshuva, the real tshuva. It's not this heavy thing. It's a tshuva in a real way. It's a light. The soul is light. The soul is warmth. The soul is any... It's hard to describe it physical in physical terms, but the concepts should impact that it's, it's an inspiring, uplifting experience. It's not a heavy, like, tshuva's not a bear. It's not something to, to cry about. And, and obviously we can cry to clean our soul, but it shouldn't be like, like God forbid, a sad. There's the idea, a very important concept, talking about my wife a lot. We have the right side of the heart, that Tanya says, the idea of simcha. And the left side is shvir saleh, and we have to walk with both. We have to contain both aspects both hearts and these two hearts help us serve God the idea of combining the happiness of being of being alive and be having a soul and then the breaking the, the animal spirit the negativity the ego the drives and bringing them into a Hashem, into a holiness into happy life into a focused life on spirituality of soul life a soulful life anyway all you guys reach out send some love on all the platforms Facebook YouTube where we're going live and on our podcast platform keep sharing it need to get it out there more Spotify and Apple and all those wonderful places that people listen and to remember we have all our other platforms TikTok we're still putting content as we mentioned today try not to go walk around there but when I am there keep putting out this kind of content and then uh, yeah and then we have all our other platforms Instagram obviously keep that growing through sharing and caring we can really get the soul energy out onto the internet make this the greatness of the soul known get it global get it in people's minds in the media people should start to talk more about the soul level you know there are thank god there's soulful sunday from oprah and there are people out there doing it but it's still not mainstream speech of life and it's not 
it's not trendy it's not it's not like hollywood god forbid you know hollywood it's not it's not discussed enough like you, one of the things people said to me if you went on joe rogan what would you talk about so that's it i just spend the whole time obviously i you know want to connect to him and talk about things he's interested in but try to show that a lot of the things he cares about comes from the soul a lot of the values the love the the friendship the, all the good things that he has on his show that are so attractive to people the realness this is all the soul level it just doesn't know it's been taught that this there's, there's chemicals and they're denying the soul reality and it's a shame because the soul level is who we are in our essence and if we're missing the essence of humanity the greatness of humanity is the soul human greatness comes from the soul and we have to thank hashem every day Lakai, yeah and the shamahi tahari he gave us his pure soul the satabi he put it inside us he created us with it and he's constantly renewing us with a new level of soul another level of soul every day until 120 years in this planet and we've hopefully fixed our soul into the highest levels this is the kind of mindset that can elevate humanity to a more soulful experience to understand that the, the food we eat is to connect the body to the soul the, the all these experiences is bringing souls down when we have relations they are everything is soulful the clothing the body is a clothing of the soul and the clothes are the clothing of the body to represent the kingship of the soul and the idea that these are concepts you know that we have to start to learn and express and understand how Hashem is Melech, Hashem is the king and his his glorious clothing is revealed through his attributes and godliness and and the flaws of Borin and wonders of creation you know we're watching the sea and the sunset yesterday just in Ashdod in Israel beautiful to be there to, to reconnect to our soul through through seeing the wonders of creation that's one of the other paths that woke me up just watching a sunset watching a sunrise that taught me so much about the soul and how i need to connect into a higher power to help me on my journey when i was a teenager seeing the sea seeing the waves the the tranquility and the colors and the beauty of creation and to be able to tune into those levels these are soul expressions these are art the art of the artist of creation the, the art level of the soul the, the music level of the soul the all the different aspects tune into the language of the soul again and again and it'll be a different life we'll have a much happier life all of us including myself and we should renew our connection to our soul and during this special time coming up to say to Muhammad to we've got these toolkits to make these wars and to be able to be successful and to be married and to to hopefully to be responsible and to be real and to fight away the doubts of Amalek and all this this forces out there and to, to be able to get rid of the negativity and it was funny because today's class class 86 is Gematria Elohim is God so the whole class is called God's Greatness with Rabbi Abelo because it's Gematria 86 86 class is God is Elohim numerical value of the word Elohim so the idea that we have a whole class focused on God's greatness since the numerical value of 86 shows that we're in the right flow and uh, everything else connecting up and that gets rid of all the doubts that gives us the ability to conquer the inner doubt the inner Amalek the inner negative voices to know that our biggest enemy is that is that we were saying today well who's the enemy it's the doubts it's the lack of trust in ourselves and our soul level and Shem should give us strength to develop that and strengthen it together and it should be global uh, that we should experience it on 
online, we experience it in our homes, we experience it in our family, we experience it all the time. The beauty of the soul, the human soul, the greater, the greatness of a soul. Take that with you and have a great week, great Shabbos, a day, of, or a whole day of Nishmasa of soul. And take that with you the following weeks, please God, the week after being a frat for Shabbos, and then already we're getting ready for Uman or wherever you're going to be for the Rosh Hashanah days of Slichos and Tshuva, Yemaya Tshuva, the, the full 10 days of Tshuva of Yom Kippur, and amazing days ahead, days of soul. Should energize ourselves and get excited and use all the tools of the soul, wake our souls up with the chauffeur and music. Can't wait to see it all come together, all of us. Mashiach Sakainu, share this class. Thank you and be blessed. Amen. Amunalive.com partner.